Despite the fact that female entertainers in South Africa literally have the entertainment industry on their backs and carry it and make us proud across different stages locally and internationally, conversations that matter to female entertainers are hardly ever heard. In fact, most of the time they are put on mute. That is why this Women's Month on Chisa Life, we decided to dedicate Women's Day to hearing voices of women in the entertainment industry. This interview is part of a special on Chisa Life, where we have given special attention to giving a platform to female entertainers to have much-needed conversations, to share their stories and experiences as women succeeding and doing the absolute most in the entertainment industry. This is why it was then fitting for us to speak to Ayanda Baroto, author, actress, and recently executive producer, we spoke to Ayanda about her journey of bringing Mobile to life, the series that tackles gender-based violence amongst other topics that involve and relate to women in South Africa and in the world. My name is Griselda Gigana. Welcome to the Chisa Life podcast. Yes, Umzanti Celebville is filled with flavor. But you know that Or who secured the latest bag? Or just who's dripping with sauce? And who's adding the spice? Because if it's hot, then it's definitely in the Chisa pod. I appreciate you making time to talk to me. Such a busy woman. How does it feel to have added executive producer to your very impressive resume? I don't know what I'm doing. (laughs) (laughs) Go ahead and tell me what you don't know that you're doing. Because, I mean, as far as I've seen so far, everybody else seems to think you know what you're doing. (laughs) Look, I just kind of jumped in head first, uh, dived into a very deep ocean and I'm swimming. I have to swim because I took it on. So I have to swim and I don't do mediocrity. So I... You know, I hate to be associated with anything mediocre, so yeah. I, I just have to do this at at the best of my ability. I'm tired. I'm, I'm really exhausted. It's been challenging personally and professionally. Professionally, because this is new territory. I'm behind mm. the camera now. Yeah. Uh, before, the responsibility wasn't as much because you just come as talent and you're a puzzle piece in a bigger puzzle and you just bring your piece. But now, I'm kind of responsible for all the pieces. Yeah. Um, it's so it's challenging in that way. The responsibility is, is huge. Um, it's challenging from a, a leadership aspect. You know, when you're dealing with people, it's, it's always a challenge. Um, mm. When you, you're you're working on a project that you, our time frames have been ridiculous in terms of delivery for this project, so we're, we're working like crazy. And um, you know, working with people in that kind of setup where you you're because I'm naturally somebody who wants to get to know people, even personally. Mm, um, and and I now I you have deadlines on deadlines. <laughs> yeah, but now you have deadline and deadline. I come to sets that people I don't know. And, you know, I just, I, I, and I'm the kind of person who wants to engage with the team that I work with. Mm. And there's just no time. But look, it's been a, a phenomenal journey. Um, I said to the my partners, if we are able to pull this off, we can do anything. And I mean, um, so from where we are standing, you are pulling and you are pulling hard. <laughs> yeah, we are pulling hard, and that's just the that's just the truth of it. I mean, it's not uh, blooms and roses. I can tell you that much. It is hard, but um, I'm 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 really just trusting God. Um, we've really been graced 
um, to just even be able to deliver. I'm learning on the job. Mm. Um, what I don't know, I look up, I ask, um, and I've got an incredible, incredible team of partners. So it, it, that helps that yeah. everybody is bringing their, 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 you know, they, they, they're bringing their 100% to the project, if not more. Mm. Um, yeah, but yeah, otherwise, it's new territory. It's always going to be challenging. And I mean, and it's it's also not really an easy story to tell that you're telling through Ngovile. Um, can you take me into where the idea was birthed and what has been the process of just from the idea in your head to where you are right now? So I think for me, the, the, the idea was not birthed as, as in, I, I think Ngovile was birthed, but the idea, the idea itself, the ideology, the concept itself has always been, uh, has been around with yeah. me because this is purpose for me. And mm. you would know that you, you, you see some of the stuff I write about or stuff that I, that I post and whatever. Yes, so this yes. is an extension of who I am. This is an extension of what I advocate for. This mm. is an extension of my purpose in bringing light and, uh, bringing maybe even solutions or introspection introspection or challenging society to think about and see these things in a different way. And all God has done is give us a, a bigger and different platform to do it in. Yeah. Uh, but it is an extension. If you look at everything I speak on, you look at the book, um, and now this, you realize that there's a common thread, mm, really. Mm. Um, and, and for me, this is just an elevation of that purpose in, in that... It's, it's serving purpose in a different in a different space. It's serving purpose in a more elevated uh, space where there's wider reach and access, yeah. uh, which is phenomenal, right? Because um, how the, the number of people I was able to reach with the book are not the same number of people. I Did mean, you... I, 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 it's crazy numbers. What yes, television is no, definitely is crazy numbers. Mm. Yeah. All right, yeah. and and so I mean, I'm hearing that you. You know, you sound like you're somebody that now has like a 23-hour workday. <laughs> you, like you, you sleep for like two minutes and then you must be up and about. But I was yeah. recently reminded um, that, you know, late 2020, I think around November, you you kind of broke down a little bit because there was too much um, going on and and so many things that, you know, were expected of you. Things were going amazing, and but you needed to check out so that you could rest, so that you could recuperate. Where are you at? the moment in in this process that is um definitely taxing i'm sure um how are you making sure that you know you still prioritizing your health and you know your mental health as well and just being okay as a human being before you go be superwoman so it's a, that's a really good question i think because i when my body was crying for attention when my body was crying for rest i I was able to say to myself, actually, I can't do this. I need to go away. And so I was, I went home. I went to Emakai. I didn't even go to my mother's house. I went to my grandmother's house. I went home for. That's uh, when you know like, it's serious. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I was like, I didn't want to see this. Yeah, no. If you go home, see. home, that's when you know. <laughs> <laughs> I was just like, I just want to be home where there's chickens and where I, like, where there's no one. Mm, right. So. Mm. Um, so I went away for uh, about two weeks and that really did me some good. So how I've been handling this process is also just remembering the important things. I think that the, the big thing that was frustrating for me then is that I couldn't um, 
I felt distant from my children. I felt like my children weren't experiencing me. Mm. Um, like I'd, I'd really just taken myself away from my kids. So I, I remember speaking to my business partner, no one do it, but I was saying to her, there was a morning where I woke up and I needed to correct something on the script. And I just, I mean, it, it was urgent. And then I just thought, you know what? Actually, nobody's going to die. You know, so I'm now processing my decisions. I think that's how I'm helping myself because I'm processing my decisions because sometimes I think we put a lot of pressure on ourselves yeah. to do stuff and deliver stuff. And then you're actually like, but it's not that big a deal. Right now, my children need me. Mm. And there was like, this morning when uh, I had to have script us and I, was, I just said to myself, no, actually, um, I didn't see my kids yesterday. I didn't spend any time with them and I'm going to take them to McDonald's. So mm. I like everyone in the car, let's go. And you know, we were away for about an hour or two. And it did me a lot of good that I was able to do that. Because mm. I think also what happens is you then carry, apart from having to work hard, you then carry the guilt. Yeah, because now you're feeling like, oh my gosh, it's been two days and I have not really seen eye to eye with my children. What kind of mom am I? Um, yeah. you know, how, how, how can I divide myself better between work and family and everything else, really? Because it's not just those two things. Yeah. Yeah. That's true. That's true. So <laughs> I think now I'm just conscious of the decisions. Like I'm in the moment and mm. I do what I want to do in the moment. Right. Yeah. So when I'm in the moment of work, I dedicate myself to, to be in the moment of work. Yeah. But when I'm in a moment of, I don't feel like working right now, what I really want to do is just take my kids to make me, then I do that. So I'm yeah. processing my, my decisions to help me um, manage, manage my emotions. And I mean, with everything that you have been through personally in your journey, has it become easier to admit that sometimes you need help? Yeah, no, of course. Yeah, no, no. It, it it has become easier to admit that you need help, and 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 actually, I'm realizing that uh, people do want to help. We're mm. just afraid to ask for the help. Yeah, right? because and, I mean, I think that we went through a stage where it was like, if you want to be this independent woman, then you need to do everything yourself. Take care of the kids. Go get the money. Do this. Do that. And and nobody ever opened the door to say, actually, you can get a nanny to take care of the kids while you're at work, so that you're not stressed about the kids and everything else in between. Yeah, that's true. Uh, that's true. And I, I'm definitely calling on the help a lot more than I used to. Mm. Yeah. And yeah. and and as well, um, uh, therapy and you know being in a space where it's safe for you to process your feelings when you know things that you can't process in the moment, like a decision to put the script down and go to McDonald's. When you need to process like bigger things that are affecting you or that are weighing you down, would you advocate for that? So funny enough, I see a therapist once a week. <laughs> Yeah, and I remember telling telling I was speaking at an event. I think it was uh, it was March. It was Women's International Day, and I and I kind of blurted it out. And I said to people, you know, and I'm okay with that. I'm okay because I know that I I there are things that I need help with. It's not everything that I can. And there's a lot that I take on. Next, there's a lot of stuff that I take on that's not even mine. I'm yeah. taking on other people's emotions. I'm taking on other people's issues. Um, yeah. And I need to process that. Um, so I'm, I'm, I am I'm advocate for therapy. I think therapy is good because I think what, what really gets us in a state of spiraling out of control is when we do not have a sounding board or a place 
to help us process our emotions. Yeah. And, 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 and sometimes that person can't always be your husband or your partner or your best friend, um, mm. who's, 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 who's a part of your life and might, might not be objective in your, in your, in your situation. Your emotions, or, right? Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. So I, I advocate for therapy. Uh, my daughter goes to therapy. Um, um, we also have sometimes just ever so randomly just as a family meets with my therapist mm. uh, to talk through issues. And I think it's good. I think it's necessary. The, the, the sad thing about it, uh, Criselda, is that our majority of South Africans can't afford that kind of service. Yeah. 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 Right. And that's where it gets tricky because that is also where we find a lot of the social ill. True. True. And you find and that people part. people actually want to be better and they want to have a place at a sounding board or somebody to help them process through whatever they're going through at that current moment, but it's not available. And so it becomes a matter of, okay, so what now? Yep. Yep. Yeah. People do want to be better and they just don't know how to go about it. And you sometimes find, Wuthi, there are people who have issues and when, when you look at their issues on hindsight, it's such a small thing, mm. but because they've carried it for so long, it it, it, it manifests it itself, and it becomes so big. Mm. Meanwhile, it really was just an easy solve. No, I hear you. Um, and I mean, I, I do see pop-ups of, you know, NGOs and, you know, foundations every day trying to say, okay, here's a number, you know, a random, um, um, therapist on Twitter will say, I'm available for an hour pro bono. But I mean, it's really not enough. And we, we actually, despite all the other problems that we're facing as a country, need to really focus on making sure this is a service that is, you know, prioritized as essential. That is essential and prioritized. That's true. I mean, and especially, like you say, with everything that we're going through as a country. I just spoke to a dear friend of mine who lost her mom and now had lost her mom to COVID very unexpectedly. Now mm -hmm. her dad is sick and now her helper is also sick. Her dad is sick, but they've also just buried the mom. Yes. I can't be there for her. None of her friends can be there for her because the funeral was restricted to 50 family members. Mm -hmm. um, and I haven't seen her because she, you know, she, her dad is positive. She's, but she has to take care of her father. And you know what I mean? And, and, yeah. and, and all she wants to do right now is just talk, right? And she's in the space of, of therapy, helping people and whatever. She works for ANOVA, which is an NGO. And, and you know, like this morning, I had a long chat to her and she just kept saying, you know, like it just feels good to be able to offload because none of these people here actually can, I can't afford to them because they are going through exactly what I'm going through. Yeah. Dad has just lost a wife. Mm. But the truth of the truth of them is that I've lost a mother. True. And and one one is not greater than the other and, and there's really not no way to compare, you know, the, the pains, but it's still pain at the end of the day. Yep. Yep. True that. Yeah, no, um, um, you know, increasingly we see a whole lot more people saying, you know what, we're going through a lot, but only, you know, 2%, a couple of us are able to, to get somebody to say, okay, I can help you process through this. You know, you lost your mom. Maybe you need to cry it out. Maybe you need to talk it out. Maybe you need to write it out, but not a lot of people have those options. So I, I guess until we get to a, to a place as a country where we really not just talk uh, but we walk the talk because everybody yeah. now now says yes mental health is important and even government will jump on that wagon but as far as actions go we're still lacking 
Yeah, no, definitely for sure. That's true. That's very true. Yeah, um, I'm gonna take you back to Novile now. Um, and so you you are working and you're working hard, and you know, first episode was aired, and how how did you feel about the reception? Yeah, the the response was so overwhelming. Um, overwhelming, not just from a place of what a what a what a beautiful story to tell, what a relevant story to tell, mm. what a relatable story to tell, but also it's just the quality of the work. People just, as far as they were concerned, was it was super super class, and mm. uh, you know it was at a global standard, and that made me feel good because it really worked hard. Um, but I think, um, I'm. I mean, from the, the the DMs and the 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 messages that we continue to get from women who are saying, you know, it's about time that this story has been told because, like, I need. Why do women? Why do women stay? Like, why do? Yeah. Like, this is, I can just see myself. Why do we stay? Because we see a mobile who clearly is capable, but she is still she is still here. And it was a big argument between us and Channel when we were uh, still developing the story because they kept it, it, they kept saying. It almost actually needs more reason to stay. And I kept saying no. For me, what is relevant and relatable is that she stays because she loves it. And that's why women stay. And because when I a lot of you, them stay just for that and for nothing else. They can love you. And and it, and it and for me, that's dramatic enough that this is why women stay. So the response um phenomenal. Like actually just humbling it really was humbling i needed to go into hiding on sunday and i switched off my phone because um i just i also wanted to soak up the moment and mm. just appreciate it and give thanks to god for yeah. um having having and having placed us at this position mm. It's yeah. such a privileged position, really, to be able to to tell the story that is, you know, maybe saving one person's life, really, and that alone would be enough. That alone would be enough. It's also overwhelming, I must say, because the responsibility that comes with telling the story correctly is yeah. a lot. Because, yeah. you know, people are watching to see what Mobile will do next, what will Mobile do next. And we have to tell the story in a way that is responsible. Um, so so it, it, it's a... It's a it's a funny balance between being dramatic for entertainment, but also being true about the kind of story that you are telling, and and, and how it would play out in truth. real life as well. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. No, but I mean, if anybody can handle tricky, I'm quite sure you and your team can. So, <laughs> no, <laughs> so, I trust the team too, definitely. Yeah. So, I mean, congratulations. And I, I don't want to ask about what else is in the books, but I know with you, there's always something that comes up to something. We'll be on the lookout for that. But for now, we'll be soaking in mobile and just watching the story as it unfolds. Thank you so much. Thank you for the support. Thank you for the love. Thank you really for your time. Thank you so much for that.